and welcome to the Not So Precious podcast. It is your lovely host, Precious, back again for another episode. First, I want to apologize that this episode is so late. I was having so many technical difficulties, like the microphone that I always have been using to record since I first started this podcast literally pooped out on me as I was trying to record this current episode. So I restarted a million times, but it just would not work. So I had to Amazon Prime a new microphone. So I hope the sound is better. I hope you guys like it. I think the sound is better. I tested out the new microphone a few times before I actually um, went full in with it. So here it is. I apologize if it's a bit louder. I do think this one is a little bit louder. I will work on the vocals of it, but give me some time, please. (laughs) But once again, thank you. It's the second episode of 2024. I'm so excited. So the first episode, I got really great feedback. I love the episodes where it's like really structured and I'm like breaking things down. I think those are my most popular episodes. So I think that I'm going to stick to that kind of frame going forward with my episodes. Of course, I love the episodes where I can just think off the top of my brain, but I think you guys appreciate more when I'm able to organize it in a way that's easy to digest or take notes or whatever. So that's great. Anyways, so um, let's get into this episode. It's probably going to, last episode was a lot longer than I thought it was going to be, but I really don't feel like playing with this audio or want it to quit on me. So I'm going to try to be really quick with this episode. Not really quick, but you guys get the point. We're going to try to speed through this motherfucker. Before we get into the content, though, I do want to do a little check-in with you guys. How are you doing? How is 2024 treating you? Have you accomplished any of your mini goals? Have you been doing the work towards your goals? How's it going? I'm so interested in knowing any and everything that you guys are working on. So key me in, let me know. My 2024 is going really good. I definitely have been doing things a lot outside of my comfort zone and doing things that I never really thought that I would do, but it's definitely been fun. I also feel like I've been adulting so much like my adulting is it's crazy like I've been adulting so damn much I'm tired of it a little bit I miss being a kid and everything just kind of being done for me but I'm appreciating where I am right now so that's great so let's get straight into this episode okay so let's get into this episode so the idea and main idea of this episode is how we can change our mind to ultimately lead our actions, right? Because our actions are led by the things we think about. And then our actions lead us to make the decisions which directly impact the quality of our lives. So in order for us to really change what we're doing and change our habits, we have to change the way we think. And when I say change the way we think, it's not just how we view ourselves, but how we view life, how we view the overall purpose of what life is. So I've broken down this concept into changing your life, change your mind into three certain, into three dynamics that I think that are important when changing your mind. And they are three specific things that I personally did when I was really focusing on changing my mind and changing how I viewed myself and how I viewed life in general. So the first concept is 
practicing gratitude. I say this so much and I'm going to continue to say it in like every single episode, but you have to be disgustingly grateful. I mean, just grateful for like the smallest things. Like I love the way I look when after I sweat, like after a really good workout. So something I like to say to myself is I'm so grateful that I get to sweat. And it's so small, right? Because, like, who the fuck wants to sweat? But I love it. Like, the the fact that I have the ability to move my body, the fact that I can wake up in the morning and decide that I'm going to get in my car and drive to the gym, that is a blessing. And in order for you to appreciate, in order for you to get to where you want to be, you have to appreciate what you have. So I've been obsessed, you guys know, I've been so obsessed with the book 101 Essays That Will Change the Way You Think by Brianna West. So you guys will hear me referencing that so much in this episode and in the coming few weeks, so I apologize. I did get a new book that I'm going to read a little bit, and I'll probably end up making episodes from that book, and I'll definitely reference it. But let's get into this reference for practicing gratitude. And it's so funny because I read this last year, but I also started kind of rereading the book. So I found it again and I was like, oh, wow, this is actually exactly what I'm talking about in my episode. So let's get to it. So I don't know if you guys have the book, but if you do, because I mentioned it. So a part of Precious's book club, get this book, 101 essays that will change the way you think. I love it. So this essay is called Goals to Set that are more about enjoying what you have rather than chasing what you don't. So I'm not going to read the entire essay because that's ridiculous, but I am going to read uh, the little preface that she has before she makes bullet points. It says, milestones are markers that you're evolving. They do not create emotional fulfillment in the way we think they will. This confusion is why with the dawn of each new year, our resolutions are to change our lives rather than to change ourselves. But what if we made goals that were more about loving what we have rather than chasing what we don't? What if we realize that it's what we were seeking in the first place? And I love that. And I think it's so important because like I said last week with our goals, we get so focused on what we don't have and trying to get these things that are that we feel like are attainable that we just don't focus on all the small beautiful intrinsic things that we currently have in our life like the fact that I can get in my car and go to the gym and sweat my brains out that is a gift because one day I'm probably going to be old and I'm not going to be able to move my body the way I did before so the fact that I'm now 25 in my 25 year old body and I can move my body as much as I want is the biggest blessing and it's definitely something and not just if you don't like working out that's fine but if you have a job, that's a blessing, even if it's, if, it's, if it's a job you hate. I hate my job, too. I get it. But just having something, a source of income, a resource, is something that other people don't have. And it's so important to appreciate that. And by appreciating that, it starts to change your mindset because you start to step into a mindset of gratitude. And when you become more grateful for the things you currently have, it attracts the things you want. I know, crazy, crazy stuff, but it really is true. So let's go to the second concept. The second concept, which I love and I say all the time to all my friends, is get super un- get super comfortable with the uncomfortable. 
you have to be okay with being uncomfortable. If you stay in your comfort zone, you are never, ever going to evolve. And I know that is so hard to accept because we all want to be comfortable. But on the other side of comfort is fear. And fear usually indicates something that is worthwhile. Because if we're scared of it, scared of it, then that usually means there's a reason we're scared of it. So why are we scared of it? That's for you to figure out. I know for me, there's been so many goals in my life and so many opportunities that I turned down because I was scared and I felt like I wasn't good enough or I would have felt comfortable and no one there looks like me or is from my background. So why do I even deserve to be there? That is such a shitty, shitty way to think and it's a shitty way to view yourself. Because no matter if there's no one in there looks like you, no matter if none of those people have walked the path of life that you've walked, if you were invited in that room, you deserve to be there. You deserve a seat at that table. I don't care what your mind is telling you. And your mind is going to tell you you're not good enough. Your mind is going to tell you that person worked harder than you or that person has more accolades than you do. But that is where this whole changing your mind comes in at. Because another part of this is that a lot of our mind and our actions are led by our thoughts and feelings. And sometimes, I do this too and I'm working on it, we put so much weight into our feelings. We say that just because we feel this way, it must be true. And there is a difference between between truth and your feelings, right? And when you can acknowledge that just because I feel this way doesn't necessarily mean that it's the truth of reality, it makes things so much easier. And when I say, I'm not saying this to say avoid your feelings. No, take inventory of how you feel. But instead of focusing on, oh my gosh, I feel horribly. Why do I feel this way? This is, this is horrible. I hate my life. Get to one, why, are you, why do you feel this way? What can I, and what can I do to change it? What did I do to bring myself here? I think with anything in life, and I think with changing your mind, there is a level of accountability you have to take. Because oftentimes we fear things because we've put those fears into ourselves, or we listen to family members, or we listen to that ex boyfriend that really hated our guts. And we've taken those small things and instilled it into who we are and decided that this is who we are and we can't be anyone else. And I'm here to tell you, as a person that radically changed their life, you can radically change your life. You do not have to be the same person that you were three, four years ago. Actually, you shouldn't be. You should not be the same person you were three to four years ago, especially if you're in your early 20s. If I still acted the way I acted at 21, I I, I don't know where I'd be. I was a shithead at 21. I was an asshole. (laughs) You know, I wasn't the best person in the world. And now I'm 25, turning 26 this year, and I'm so different, and I'm so relieved that I'm different. But I'm different not because someone came into my life and changed it, or because some event happened that changed the trajectory of my life and made me better. It's because I decided to be better, and I changed my mind about myself, and I changed my mind about who I was and what I represented and what I wanted from my life. Because we all have a purpose. And I know something. sometimes when we say purpose, we think, oh, well, I'm not going to be famous. I'm not a writer. I'm not a rapper. I'm not a singer. I'm not this. I'm not in corporate. That doesn't matter. Sometimes your purpose in life is to just make people laugh. Sometimes your purpose in life is to just make people feel valued. 
your val- your life and your purpose is not necessarily connected to how much money is in your bank account and what kind of career you have. It is connected to the service of who you are because that is one thing all humans are here to do. We are here to serve in some capacity. We are here to serve the human race. And we all do that in all different kinds of ways, whether that be laughing with your friends or you pick up trash off the ground. It doesn't matter. It can be the smallest thing. But having and knowing that you have a purpose for your life and a purpose for your actions and a purpose for what you're doing gives you vision. It gives you something to focus on outside of yourself. Do things outside of things that have to do with money or monetary value. Go volunteer. Go take a hike. Do something outside of money and a career and blah, blah, blah. Because if they take all those things from you, which can happen, you can lose it all. Who are you? Who are you outside of your career? Who are you outside of the money in your bank account? And if you're not able to answer those questions, you're going to have a life that is just not the life you want. And as sad as it is, you can see who is living their life in a way that is not the way they want because they're deeply unhappy. And unhappiness is so clear to see. It is so clear to see when someone is deeply unhappy with themselves based on their actions. And I made the decision a few years ago that I never wanted to be deeply unhappy again. I never wanted to be a miserable person again. I never wanted to walk around with negative energy and wake up every day and hate my life. And I changed that way by changing my mind. And of course, I had to change my mind first before I was like, all right, now I have to clean my room so that my mind feels safe in this space. Now I have to do more self-care so that I like what I see in the mirror. All of that came after I changed my mind. All of that came after I got uncomfortable. I got comfortable with being uncomfortable. I had to realize that, yes, getting out of bed sucks. But staying in bed, knowing that you could have moved, knowing that you had the ability to move your limbs, sucks even more. Point blank period. Nothing sucks even more than knowing that you could have done more and you chose not to based on your fear. So the last and final concept that I think is so important and it is something that I am working on so much in my life every day is triggers. Now trigger is such a it's a buzzword you know everyone uses it whatever but other than it being a buzzword when I think of trigger I think of a sore point right and when you say oh you know this person triggered me or I got triggered it means you got offended and usually to every offense personally there is a root to the offense so yes this person said something but it reminded you of something it related to you in some way that it triggered you so the next time you get triggered I want you to do something instead of being super offended and cursing out the person which you can also do I am a fan of cursing out people I am not against that however after you're done cursing them out Focus on why you are feeling that way instead of focusing on what you're feeling. And I know you're like, what? That doesn't make any sense. I mean, it does because you know you're angry. You know you're pissed off. 
There's really not much to think about with that, right? You're pissed. But why are you pissed? Why why are you pissed? I recently had this happen to me where a situation that really did not directly impact me was just deeply triggering me. And when I say triggering me, I mean I was driving to work and I was thinking about it. I was doing my readings and I was thinking about it. I even journaled about it. Because <laughs> it was just... It was getting under my skin and I I couldn't figure out why it bothered me so much. I'm not going to say the specific situation, but but the sore point was that I was being triggered by the fact that someone else was being deceived is something that deeply triggers me because it's something that happened to me, you know, because all and I figured out I was triggered because I was putting myself in that person's shoes. I don't even know the person like that. I really don't. But just the fact that I felt such a relation to them being like, damn, like you're being deceived and you don't know. And like I was that person a few years ago. It hurt me. It triggered me. It was a sore, sore, sore point for me. So one, once I figured out why this situation was like deeply ingrained in my brain and I was able to figure out this is why I was triggered. I was able to work through those triggers and figure out that yes seeing other people be deceived pisses me off but that's not a bad thing it just means that from my situation i learned integrity and i learned that to do upon others what you want done to you and because i was deceived i will never willingly be in a situation where i am someone that is being a deceiver and making that decision is hard right like because it's just a status quo that if everyone else shuts up then you shut up too and i'd rather remove myself from a situation than feel like i have to like i can't talk and i can't say my truth about a situation i i just rather personally not do that so i mean beside all that like i said that was a certain situation for me where it was like okay you are so triggered why is this triggering you? Why is this upsetting you? It took me a few days to like dig past all the aggravation. But once I dug past it and I got into it, I was like, oh, Miss Girl, you're feeling trauma from like 2016. Like this is reminding you of where you were. So I am encouraging you. If you're like me and you're put in a situation this year where it's triggering you, you're getting mad, you're getting angry, it's getting under your skin. You have no idea why. I want you to dig it up, look under it, and you're going to see the root. You're going to see that sore point. And that sore point might be something that happened years ago. But if it's still triggering you, it's sore. And there's nothing wrong with that. So be aware. Take inventory of how you feel and what's going on in your brain because it's so important. So... Let's go through these three concepts one more time because I feel like I squeeze a lot of information in a short amount of time. So our first concept is practicing daily gratitude. It just allows you to appreciate the things you have so that you can welcome more new, beautiful, good things into your life. The second concept is get comfortable with the uncomfortable. You are going to be uncomfortable. Fear indicates that you are doing something worthwhile. Do not let your fear of the unknown or the fear of being uncomfortable or the fear of being embarrassed stop you from living the life of your dreams. Because if you let it stop you, you're not going to get to where you want to be. 
Next, and the third final point, which was so big for me personally, was triggers are sore points. So if it's triggering you, you need to figure out why. Don't just let something constantly trigger you. Like, it would have been really fucked if I let this situation get me upset, get me worked up for like weeks, and I couldn't figure out why. But because I took the time to really ask myself really important questions and ask myself, why is this offending me so much it led me to the root of it and the root was it and the root of it was that I was putting myself in someone else's shoes and putting myself and reminding myself of the past trauma that I went through so I want to leave you with this little piece from once again 101 essays that will change the way you think I'm going to keep saying the name of this book because you need it we all need it because we all need to change our mind I'm going to read this little excerpt. Uh, This is page 125, and the name of this essay is Everything is Here to Help You, How How Intrinsically Motivated People Become the Best Version of Themselves. This is a great essay, by the way. I've reread it multiple times. I reread it at night. I reread it when I'm just, you know, I'm going through something. But it's really good, and I'm just going to read one little paragraph from it. But if you ever do get the book, I recommend bookmarking this page and reading it all the fucking time because that's how good it is. So she writes, you either see yourself as a victim of what happens to you or as someone given opportunity to change, grow, see differently, and expand. You either see uncomfortable feelings as suffering you have to deal with or signals you have to learn from. You either see the world as something that makes you feel or you see your your interpretation of the world as a projection of your feelings. I think that is so great and it literally touched on each of the three points that I put, especially with the seeing your world through the projection of your feelings. Because, I mean, that's what being triggered is, right? Like, you, someone could... I was triggered about this situation, but someone else probably was not. And they're like, girl, what are you so upset about? Like, what what is your problem? And it's like, I'm seeing it through my feelings. I'm seeing it through my trauma. So, of course, my perception is different. But once again, once I realize that, once again, I'm seeing it from my perception. So, yes, my feelings are going to be different. And, yes, not everyone's going to understand me. It made me realize that I was triggered and that I need to work on the sore point and I need to heal that sore point so that I no longer get triggered by situations like this. And that is all I have for you guys today. I hope you guys are having a great 2024. I hope you're being grateful. I hope you're journaling. I hope you're being and trying to become the best version of yourself that you can be. Let's try not to indulge in toxic behavior let's be nice to people let's love the people that love us let's be there for people when they are when they need us not just when they are there for us right because that's selfish be there for people love people that's the purpose of life the purpose of life is to love that's all i have for you guys today thank you guys for joining me i love you guys i will see you next week thank you for joining me on the not so precious podcast stay precious